So it's the first time you're joining us. Please let us know in the comments how you felt. Here we go. Here we go. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have it there. And we are live, right? I didn't hear the music of the pop beam. Okay, this is good. This is good. I don't know why. I don't know why. Lise, can you hear me on the... Um, yes, you guys can hear me. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. We are in business. Welcome to the Millionaire of the Diamonds. For those following us on Podbean and not Podbeam. <laughs> Thank you, Jean-Philippe. I just saw him. Yes, we can hear you. Um, I want to share with you how powerful uh, it is to start your day with food for thought. Food for thoughts. Food for thoughts. I hope I'm pronouncing it right in English. Um, it just changes the whole way I I. I behave in my day if I'm able to start in the morning, early, early in the morning. I know Jean-Philippe has a new ritual going on. Marie-Pierre, too, they're getting up like at 5 o'clock in the morning. Look at me. Good for them. I'm still sleeping at 5. And I hear my phone. Ding, ding. I go, oh, Marie-Pierre is doing her exercises. <laughs> Marie-Pierre, just let them know what time the exercises on a Facebook page group, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. If you guys need to do exercise and you need motivation, join Marie Pia. What time is it every morning? At 5.30, we are live and we are doing a 10-minute exercise training. And on Wednesday, it's the 20 minutes. Ah, I am so happy for her. <laughs> Look at me, Lise. I'm so happy. So, yes, good morning, everyone. Just just waiting for everybody to join. Olga's with us on the live. Raluca, so good to see you guys. Hi, Sylvie. Okay, so what does the podcast do? The podcast it elevates us to be a better version of ourselves. So on Monday and Tuesday, you've got to join Jean-Philippe and Sabrina and think and grow rich. Like widen or uh, in French, we say agrandir, allargir. Okay, um, have a bigger perspective on how far and how how far we can go or how big we can actually think. On Wednesday, I really hope you listen to yesterday's podcast. Those three elements that hold us back, fear, anxiety, worry. Come on, guys, write in the comments on Facebook or on Podbeam how in the past fear, how in the past worry, how in the past anxiety stopped you from being the best version of yourself or stopped you from, from embracing a new project because you worry too much, too much, you know, that was yesterday. And today we're going to talk about digital communication, engaging with empathy. And I love a story. A beautiful story in the power of engaging with empathy. Now, I'm not a baseball fan. I'm actually no sports fan, what, whatever. But I really enjoyed the story they talked about of a, uh, a famous pitcher that didn't become famous because of his record uh, breaker pitches that he, he, he did. And I, I believe it was 26 strikeout pitches. And he was going down in the history books of being one of the pitchers with the most strike strikeout when the umpire, thank you, Jean-Philippe. <laughs> I know he's listening to me. Um, I said empire. He goes, Marie, it's not empire. It's umpire. So I'm saying it good. Thank you, guys. When the umpire made a mistake and called it safe instead of strikeout, how would you have reacted? Seriously, 
when this was the match of your life that could have changed your entire trajectory in baseball world, in the baseball world, but the umpire called a safe and you were not able to beat the record of 27 consecutive strikeouts. How would you have reacted? And the story about this picture blew me away of, on how he reacted. So he had the game. He was ready to celebrate. Just visualize this. This, this was the strikeout of a picture of a lifetime. There was only one problem. The umpire called it wrong. Joyce, Jim Joyce, swung his arms in the air and shouted, safe. Everything changed for Armando at this moment. The perfect game was lost by one big mistake called out by the umpire. What did Armando do? He was now robbed of a record pitching accomplishment in baseball history. His one shot at being the best pitcher in the world, in the world. Who would have blamed him? Seriously, who would have blamed him if he would have lashed out at the umpire? Okay. Even the uh, umpire, Joyce, said he would have asked for justice if he was in Armando's shoes. Even himself, he said that. Now, we must remember there's always a third side to every single story. My, my parents raised me by reminding me that in Everything that happens, there's always three sides to the story. There's my side, there's your side, and then there's the truth. What was memorable in the case of Armando was his response. So he actually went down in the history books because we talk often about the story. And Marie-Pierre, quite honestly, I never really shared the story because I'm not a baseball fan, but today... In the subject of having empathy, now I understand this story, how powerful it is in this subject to have empathy, okay? His response to this day has him in a lot of self-development books on how to be a better version of itself. His way of handling the injustice engaged the entire world. When he spoke of the event to journalists, he knew, he knew Armando had two choices. Either he tore to bits and pieces the umpire or to hug the umpire Joyce and make him feel better with every interview he did. Because seriously, guys, we've all, we've all done something to hurt somebody. Like, I hope I'm not the only one, but we've all done something. Oh, I should have behaved differently. But to see the other person to whom we've inflicted pain, to see the other person to whom we've, we've inflicted injustice respond with empathy is so uplifting. And not only that, it makes the other person Responding, responding with empathy, look, not look, is the superhero. So Armando was sincerely disappointed. Absolutely. Of course he was disappointed for not going down in the history book 
with the 27 consecutive strikeout, of course. But at the same time, he was sincerely empathetic with Joyce, the umpire. His response to the interviews and questions that were given to him were, his response was with so much nobility, he did not attempt to paint a villain of the umpire, but rather display humility and a different perspective, which was empathy. In this day and age, especially now with social media, where everyone wants to be impressive, where everyone is running after the most likes, where everyone is running after the most comments, right? Where everyone is running after being the person on social media that grabs the most attention. Yet, yet, humility will definitely give you the most attention, even in this day and age. His comments centered on how the empire must have felt or what he must be feeling right now and reminding everyone that nobody is perfect. So our capacity in this day and age to be able to do this will distinguish us amongst the masses. So the pitcher Armando cemented a more memorable place in sports history by his response to losing the perfect game versus having focused on the umpire's imperfection. Those who, who can engage today others in this manner are worthy of such distinct, distinction and one of incredible influence. So, my dear Marie-Pierre, how in this day and age of digital communication can we have empathy and how are, can we be Oh, guys, thank you for having some fun with me towards others, like really, really master this attribute. Thank you, Marie-Pierre. Yes, and you know that I love to ask you a lot of questions when we begin to learn the, a new subject. So I have seven questions for you that I want you to answer yes or no for each one. So if you are on Podbean with us, right in the Podbean in the comments. If you are on the live with us on Facebook, please write in the comments yes or no for the seven questions. It, it, it will uh, help you to um, know yourself and know what is your empathy level. So are you sensitive to others, care about them and want to help? So are you sensitive to others, care about them and want to help? Maria, I can hear myself. Oh, there we go again. Oh. <laughs> Done. <Okay. laughs> but you can hear myself, yes? Or no? Now she closed everything and she doesn't hear a thing. <laughs> now, can you hear me, Maria? No one. Okay, reopen your... 
<laughs> it's not that bad. Okay. <laughs> so yes, yes, yes. Perfect. Number two, do you listen with your heart and not just with your head? So do you listen with your heart, not just your head? So I see a lot of yes. Yes. Number three, can you hold space for others to express their emotions? So can you hold space for others to express their emotions? So I see a lot of yes. Yay. Perfect. <laughs> Number four, can you listen without needing to fix someone else's problem immediately? So can you listen without needing to fix someone's problem immediately? I see a lot. Oh, sometimes. For <laughs> That's the first I see sometimes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number five. Are you capable of the give and take of relationships? So are you capable of the give and take of relationships? Yes, 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 yes. Mostly, okay. <laughs> Number six, are you intuitive and sensitive to others' needs? So are you intuitive and sensitive to others' needs. I see a lot of yes. Perfect. And number seven, do you care about the greater good and the well-being of the herd? I see head on the Zoom and that's shaking yes. Okay, perfect. So now I want you to count how many yes you answer. So did you have Zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, or seven. Yes, in the seven questions. So I want you to count how many yes you answer to these questions. Seven, seven. Okay. Maria, for you, will it be seven? Uh, at my day and age today, seven. But if I would have went back to my 30s, I would say three. So I think age factor experience will play a big role in my capacity for empathy. Also, where I increased a lot my empathy is having gone through difficult times myself. I'll give you an example. Before having kids, I was very judgmental on how parents raised their kids. Like I couldn't believe. I couldn't believe. Then once you get your children and you understand about unconditional love, now you understand how much more you're willing to accept when it's your children. So then I was thinking about all the times before having children, how I was um, very, very strict, very, um, uh, this, I can't believe, oh my God, oh my God. So yes, as we grow, as I grew older and as I'm growing older, Today, I would say definitely seven, but not if you would have asked me this test at 30. Definitely not. Perfect. So if you answer zero or one question with yes, you have a low level of empathy. Two or three, it's moderate. Four to five, it's a high. And six to seven, it's extremely high. But even if maybe you have seven, you have extremely high empathy level. It doesn't mean that you are able to communicate it. 
So yeah. even if you have a high level of empathy, how can you express it to others? So empathy differs from sympathy. That, that maybe you can uh, mix the two uh, with each other. But empathy, it's really about taking per perspective instead of just feeling sorry for someone else. So empathy is really to put yourself in the shoes of the other person. So yes, how can you express it? So now with social media, everyone is just um, express themselves everywhere and they are um, just broadcasting every detail of their life and they are just seeking for someone that can listen and have empathy in their life. So how can you express empathy with friends, with the, um, in the, your couple, if you are with students? And I know that now we have a lot of parents that they have now the teacher. <laughs> they are now the teacher for two or three weeks. I'm not sure uh, how long they will be at home for the kids, but I know that most of the parents now beginning today, they are now in confinement and they have to deal with that. So being the teacher for the, <laughs> their kids. So yes, I want you to, I want to help you and just give you some example of sentence that you can use. So if you want to express empathy with friends, you can express like, um, it sounds like you did everything that you could. I can see how difficult this has been. I can totally see why you would be upset. I can't believe how well you're holding up considering how much stress you're under. And it's totally natural that you would feel this way. So that's some example that you can use with some uh, with your friends. Marie-Pierre, definitely. I'm enjoying this so much this morning. Anybody else, just write in the comments how powerful this will be for us, especially as of today, that everybody's back confined, confined and that stress level will be high. Uh, if you haven't shared yet the podcast, it's time to share, my friends. I really believe you have friends that need to hear this today. You have probably family members that need to hear this today. If you care, share. You probably have colleagues that need to hear this today in English, right? And I'm sure you also have uh, uh, neighbors that you need to hear this today to be more empathetical, um, uh, if that's the correct word. Right now, as of today, moving forward, there's going to be 30 more days of confinement. More than ever, you guys need to share. And if you're not able to take down notes, because I know my friend Raluca, thank you for writing on the live. You must be in your car somewhere. Don't forget that these documents will be on the Facebook page, the millionaire of the diamonds. Like you're not just listening to a podcast to show you, oh, how great we are. Because, you know, a lot of times I hear, I listen to podcasts and it's all about the podcasters. This is not a podcast about the podcasters. You can definitely, definitely tell by the level of professionalism, I can still log on without without doing it properly. It's definitely not about us. But it, it's such an incredible podcast where simple and ordinary people like you and me join on a platform intentionally 
for today to be a better version of ourselves. All right, guys. So, you know, we're, we're, we're not a, a professional broadcast. Maybe one day we'll be. Jean-Philippe probably believe about after 10,000 hours. But now at 200 hours, this is what you get. But let me tell you, we have a lot more influence on each other by being simple down to earth like this. Marie-Pierre, merci beaucoup. Thank you. I'm loving it. Okay, enough for me. Just wanted. <laughs> okay, and now I have uh, some example for with your partner. So I understand how hard this is for you. I wish I had been there with you when that happened. I would have a hard time with that too. Just to put yourself in that position that your partner is, it will really help. Marie-Pierre, yes. I'm going to cut this and put it on the refrigerator because Mohammed yeah. is all of this to me. It's time to give back. What do you guys think? I love it. Okay, sorry. It's a podcast for me. I swear to God, I'm going to cut this and put it. I say, oh, Mohammed, uh, I understand. And he's going to say, was it the subject of the book today? <laughs> That's what it's going to <laughs> I'm having fun okay. with you guys. <laughs> I was going to hand with that, but I think I need to say it now. It's Empathy is a skill that you can improve, but remember that it's not a tactic <laughs> to have what you want, but just to really uh, engage with other people. <laughs> so yes, you can use it, but it, it needs to be from your heart and not just a tactic. <laughs> so now example for a student and teacher. I know that's what you need maybe when you are doing some exercise with your kids and you have to be the teacher. So I can see how hard you tried here. It sounds like you're doing the best you could even though it was difficult. And I know you feel like giving up right now and I'm glad you aren't. So just be the person uh, to your kids that will have empathy and that it will level up your kids to do more. Now, if you are part of an MLM, you have customer. So how can you express empathy with your customer? So I understand how frustrating it must be to wait this long for your order. And we all know from every company, yes, The, the wait is longer now than it was before. So yes, we have to be the person to be upfront and just say, I know it's long. I'm sorry. I know I understand what you are feeling now. You can say to your patience, your patience here has been so important. And when it's a new customer, I want to make sure we meet your needs. Can you tell me more about what you are looking for? So just to be sure that you, when you put yourself in your, their shoes, that you know exactly what kind of shoes that is. <laughs> and now with your coworkers and, and everyone that you can work with them, if you want to be a good leader, You need to express empathy with your coworker and your team member. So the example, I know you've put so much time and effort into this. And 
Yes, I understand that it's, it has to be frustrating to see the project shut down. Or maybe that happened sometime for us in our meeting. We are planning everything and at the last minute we see, oh my God, we can't do everything and we have to cut someone. So yes, I understand that you put a lot of time put, and you put a lot of effort into this, but I understand how you, you feel. So um, it can be, that has to be so confusing and discouraging. I know that when we are learning some, something new, it's always confusing. And yes, it can be discouraging when you are in the learning curve and you don't have necessarily the result that you want to. That times of change are hard and it's totally normal that you are feeling anxious about this. And when you are talking with someone, or maybe it's not with the voice, but in a text, you can hear the concern in their voice. Even if you can hear it with your ear, you can hear it with, <laughs> with the text. Yes, when you see that it, they have concern, I can hear that you have concern in your voice. So yes, like I said, empathy is a skill, so you can improve it. and to doing it more and more and more, you will be better at it. Thank you, Marie-Claire. And remember, she's going to put this on the group, the Millionaires of the Diamonds. I love what Raluca wrote. Raluca, she wrote, and uh, she has to join us one morning with, with our podcast. She wrote, the key is to empathize with them, but not resonate with their issues. Otherwise, you'll take it on yourself. Like, thank you, Raluca. Yes, definitely. I'm going to talk about myself. After all these years in business, yes, I have empathy where I'm able to listen to you and bring you to success. Amy Schmaltz, my mentor, says, Maria, you have to listen with intent to bring them to a higher level. The most wise words I received in all my life. So always listen with intent to uplift them. Tell them, you know what? It's going to go. Somebody passed away. Their mom passed away. Yes, I will have empathy. But also I will share. I lost my mom too. I understand. I want to remind you this too shall pass. Or our capacity and absolutely, Marie-Pierre, practice, practice. And I love being in a multi-level company because intentionally I practice what we, we're teaching today or what the book is teaching today, not what we are teaching, but what the book is teaching today. So cooperativeness uh, in conversation is achieved when we show that we consider the other person's idea and feelings as important as our own. Right. Okay. Once we take the time to consider the other person's perspective, you will become sympathetic to his ideas and feelings. Therefore, we'll be able to empathize. I mean, this is so, so important. You will be able to authentically and honestly say, I don't blame you. Like, how many times have I said to people that have been mean to me, don't worry about it. I understand it was not a good day. 
I know that nobody wakes up in the morning with the intent to be mean to me. Like say, today I'm going to make Maria Mariano's life miserable. Nobody, nobody. It happens because, example, we're in confinement and it's just one more 30 days. It's just too much, right? So sympathize, empathize with everybody. Understand that we have been treated badly, not on purpose. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, today I'm going to make Jean-Philippe Jacques' life miserable. Nobody, 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 okay? Understand that it will help you be a lot more empathetic with people that maybe do you wrong, okay? Be kind, be gentle, and intentionally brighten someone's day. So how about if we give ourselves that exercise today to be kind, to be gentle, and to brighten somebody's day? Who's with me on that, okay? Because as I brighten somebody else's day, I'm brightening my own day, right, John? Absolutely, absolutely. Remember, no one does it on purpose. No one does it on purpose. I'm going to keep repeating and repeating this. Actually, I repeat it to myself. Because every time somebody does me wrong, I always repeat to myself, he didn't do it on purpose. She didn't do it on purpose, Maria. So I never have... Um, um, bad feelings. I never have, I never hold a grudge. I remember with my husband, the first fight we had as a couple. And then I turn around and I said, Mo, you want a coffee? And he looks at me because he didn't come from my world. He comes, he came from a world where he held grudges. You know, he, 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 he pouted for three days. Well, with me, that doesn't happen. Once it's over, it's over. And I can't even think of the things you've done me wrong. Because once it's over, is it over? I don't hold grudges. So don't make the assumptions. Just try to better understand, okay? And this is how we'll have a much bigger influence on our world. Love you guys. Have a great Thursday. And thank you for sharing. Remember, sharing is caring. There's somebody in this world right now, today, that needs to hear this podcast because today in Canada is the beginning of another 30 days of confinement. They need to hear how to be, um, how to have empathy for the next 30 days more than ever, my friends, more than ever. Love you guys. See you tomorrow morning with the continuation. Bye, Joan. Love you guys. The rest are following me in English <laughs> and French.